Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Wednesday, September 6th, and we start with local news. The city of Spring Hill is kindly requesting all residents to temporarily suspend non-essential water usage, including irrigation activities, until further notice. This advisory comes as a result of unforeseen mechanical issues within the municipal and regional water system, which require immediate attention and maintenance. The city is taking proactive steps to ensure the swift resolution of these mechanical issues. By temporarily halting irrigation, the city says they can conserve water resources and expedite the repair process, minimizing the likelihood of additional restrictions to users. Updates or changes regarding the irrigation advisory will be provided as new information becomes available. The Flagman's Mission Continues, a nonprofit organization whose purpose is to honor the men and women who have died in the service to their country, will be coming to Columbia to set flags in honor of Lance Corporal Joseph D. Whaley, who was killed during a nighttime live fire training exercise at Camp Pendleton on August 23rd. The organization is requesting anyone who would like to help with the setup or breakdown of the flags to join them on Thursday, September 7th at 4 p.m. at Heritage Funeral Home for the placement of the flags, or Sunday, September 10th to take down the tokens of appreciation. Jeff Hastings, CEO of the Flagman's Mission Continues, said the purpose of the 501c3 organization is to give the community a way to pay honor to a fallen soldier or active duty member. The organization, headquartered in Illinois, reaches far and wide to honor those soldiers. In the case of any active duty deaths within a 400-mile radius of our operating area, we notify and contact the family to get their permission, Hastings said. In doing this, the organization then surrounds funeral homes and cemeteries with flags to honor service members who have paid the ultimate price. In Whaley's case, Hastings is preparing to set up 600 flags, and he needs the community's help. The more volunteers we have, the more flags we can set up, Hastings said. We can put up more flags if we have more people. How many flags we set up and how much area we cover will be based on the number of volunteers who show up that day, he said. Whaley was a 2022 graduate of Columbia Central High School, where he was a member and co-captain of the football team. He was in his fourth week of training in the 13-week-long basic reconnaissance course. The circumstances leading to Whaley's death are unknown at this time. He was just 20 years old at the time of his death. Whaley isn't the first or the last active duty service member who will receive this recognition. The flagman's mission continues was created about 18 years ago by Larry Eckhart, who served two years in the Marine Reserves. Nobody ever knew it until after his death because he never acknowledged it, Hastings said. According to their website, after attending a funeral for a fallen soldier, Eckhart was heartbroken to see so little had been done to commemorate the man's sacrifice and service. Soon after, Eckhart bought 50 3-by-5-foot flags and began posting them in the small towns in the region of Illinois when funerals were held for local service members. To learn more about The Flagman's Mission Continues and how you can help, visit www.theflagmanmission.org. 
One of the most celebrated and happiest times at the Murray County Fair is when the community bands together to open the park for a day focused on the special needs community. My Day, now in its 11th year, continues to get bigger and better every year, breaking attendance records as well as sponsorships and support from volunteers, local businesses, and area nonprofits. This year's My Day reported a record of more than 600 registrations, not including the additional 300 family members and caregivers in attendance. When it began, the first My Day only had about 100 attendees, and seeing it now reach nearly 10 times as many people has been quite a journey, King's Daughters recreational therapist Shannon Neff said. This is just a wonderful experience for our families, the teachers, and the caregivers. A typical night at the fair can be a sensory overload for individuals with all the lights, the crowds, and the noises, Neff said. With this, it's kind of more toned down, she said. Neff added that this year's attendees include participants from more than 20 area schools and four adult agencies, as well as a long list of sponsors and volunteers pitching in. They are the ones that make it happen, Neff said. Amy Bryson, a preschool teacher at Joseph Brown Elementary School, said she and her kids look forward to My Day every year because it allows them to be outside, play with other kids, experience the thrill rides, pet animals, and wear some of their biggest smiles while having good, genuine fun. So many of the parents don't even know about My Day at the fair and so many opportunities. It's great to see so many that now know this is available. There's a big population of kids with special needs, and they are all excited to come back again next year, Bryson said, and it creates a good network among the parents and caregivers, she added. Among this year's My Day volunteers were staff members from Ultium Cells, who spent most of the day packing nearly 1,000 sack lunches. Austin Kelly, Altium communications specialist, said experiencing the company's first Murray County Fair was a good first step in Altium's goal to give back and that an event like My Day sounded like a great place to start. We might be a new company in the area and under construction for a couple of years, but now that our hiring, our hiring is ramping up, it's an opportunity to be a bigger part of the community because the people that work for us live in this community and we want to give back, not just as an economic generator, but to be a force for good, Kelly said. As a former educator, kids have a special place in my heart and it's really wonderful what all these volunteers do. It also comes in handy when you have employees highly skilled in manufacturing and assembly. We've been packing since about 8 a.m. and are doing about 900 brown bag lunches. Thankfully, we have some manufacturing experts that sort of set us up in an assembly line, Kelly said. One popular site this year was the Fair's Kid Zone, which featured animal shows by local wildlife biologist Bob Tarter, as well as science demonstration by Mr. Bond Science Guys, horse riding, a petting zoo, and more. Having worked with children as a profession, Tartar said My Day is special because it gives the kids an opportunity to interact and enjoy things they wouldn't normally do, such as getting their picture taken with a giant eagle owl, snakes, and other exotic critters. With the special needs kids, you have a smaller window when it comes to their attention, but to get them excited and get them to see these animals up close, for some of them, it's the only chance they have to experience that hands-on type of sensation, Tartar said. We try to bring something new to the fair every day, but what we have lined up for the special needs kids is specially suited to them, he said. Columbia Central Principal Dr. Michael Steele remains on suspension following a meeting last Friday where Murray County Public School Superintendent Lisa Ventura spoke with staff about Roy Brooks, who allegedly was an unauthorized armed responder being at the school during a May 3rd 
school shooting hoax. Murray County Public Schools does not comment on personnel matters, but Steele said he was told the reason was he created a hostile work environment, which he believes is directly in relation to how he handled learning of the aforementioned situation. A recording of a portion of the meeting was circulated throughout the student body and staff where Steele was told to leave. Steele referred to a meeting held on August 22nd that included himself, Ventura, and Sonia Cathy, where he learned of the incident. Others may have been present, but have not been identified. Did you or did you not tell me what you felt like he was a threat and should have been arrested in May, yes or no? Because you did, Steele said. Ventura replied that she told Steele not to leave the room and talk about the situation. Steele disagreed and alluded to having audio evidence to back up his claim. Main Street Murray has obtained the audio of the near-hour-long meeting and noted only that Ventura told Steele, we shouldn't talk about this. Students at the school planned a walkout in protest of Steele's suspension last week, but were ultimately asked to report to the school's auditorium rather than leave the school building. The students complied with with the request. According to the school system's suspension policies, Dr. Steele has the right to appeal the suspension, which he indicated he plans to do. Board policy states, The superintendent of schools may dismiss or suspend for more than three days any non-tenured teacher during the contract year for incompetence, inefficiency, insubordination, improper conduct, or neglect of duty after giving the non-tenured teacher in writing due notice of the charges. The superintendent of schools shall give the non-tenured teacher an opportunity for a full and complete hearing before an impartial hearing officer. The board will appoint an impartial hearing officer to conduct such hearings. The hearing officer will hear the case and the employee shall have the right to be represented by counsel, call and subpoena witnesses, examine all witnesses, and require that all testimony be given under oath. Following the hearing, either party may appeal the decision to the Board of Education, which would have the final decision in the matter. Columbia Main Street and the Kiwanis Club of Columbia are excited to announce the first annual Fall Fest, a community festival happening in the heart of downtown Columbia on Saturday, September 30th from 3 to 7 p.m. The event will feature a variety of activities and attractions, including the Kiwanis Chili Cook-Off, where guests can pay $10 to sample chili from competing teams and vote uh, for their favorite. Food trucks will be available, a fun zone with games and activities for kids of all ages, live music from Majestic, a Journey tribute band, classic vinyl and Chief Smiley Ricks and the Seatown Special, a craft marketplace featuring over 40 vendors selling candles, hats, jewelry, plants, clothing, desserts, and more. We're excited to partner with the Qantas Club to bring Fall Fest to, the down, to downtown Columbia, said Kelly Johnson, Columbia Main Street manager. This is a family-friendly festival with everything from food trucks and craft vendors to live music and the Qantas Chili Cook-Off. What a great way for families to kick off the fall season and celebrate the community. We hope to see everyone there, she said. Admission is free for Fall Fest, and all are welcome to attend, while a fee is charged to participate in the Kiwanis Chili Cook-Off. For more information, please visit the Columbia Main Street's website at www.columbiamainstreet.com or the Kiwanis Club of Columbia Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash Kiwanis of Columbia TN. 
Singer-songwriter Rory Feek will host a new series called Songs or Stories this fall at Homestead Hall at Hardison Mill. On Fridays, Rory will share an evening of songs and music, and on Saturdays, he'll spend the evening with the audience sharing intimate stories, thoughts, and observations from his life. Mark your calendars for September 8th and 9th, October 20th and 21st, November 17th and 18th, and December 14th and 15th. These weekends will give me the opportunity to share two parts of storytelling that I love, the songwriter-singer side of me, and also the author-writer part, which I've never had the chance to share live before. Although different, they complement each other, and I think for the folks who decide to come for both nights, I think will be a unique, life-giving experience for all of us, Feek said. Homestead Hall is located at 4544 U.S. Highway 431 in Columbia. Boys and Girls Clubs of South Central Tennessee will host its third annual Great Futures Gala from 5 to 8.30 p.m. on Friday, September 22nd at Puckett's in downtown Columbia. First Farmers and Merchants Bank is the presenting sponsor for the 2023 Great Futures Gala. The event will feature a cocktail hour, live music, online auction, a wine pull, elegant dinner, and moving performances from club youth. This year's event theme is Growing Bright Futures, with Gail Courtney Moore and Julian Pierre Griffin serving as committee co-chairs in planning the event. I would like to personally invite you to one of the most exciting evenings in Columbia, Moore said. The gala provides an opportunity to have an action-packed evening while benefiting one of our most important community resources, our children. When boys and girls clubs brighten our kids' futures, we all benefit, she said. The exciting auction item lineup includes a 14-carat white gold diamond pendant necklace donated by local Tillis Jewelry, vacation stays and getaways, autographed Nashville Predators memorabilia, and a two-year lease on a 2023 GMC Acadia from Parks Motor Sales in Columbia. We're excited, super excited, to partner with Boys and Girls Clubs again this year, said Robert Rogers, Parks General Manager. We've been doing the car lease giveaway for a long time, and we are glad to do it again this year. It's one of the best causes in town, I think. Your money goes to the furthest with the kids who need it most at the Boys and Girls Club. That's why we support this great mission, he said. Gala tickets are $260 each, and tables for 10 are available for $2,500. Limited space remains, so contact Missy Naff at, to reserve your table or tickets today. today. You can email her at mnaff, that's M-N-A-F-F, at B-G-C-S-C-T-N dot org, or call 931-490-9401, extension 2604. The Duck River Electric Membership Corporation is hosting free home energy workshops. Learn how a few simple improvements can increase heating and cooling efficiency, lower energy bills, and create a more comfortable home at one of the free home energy workshops sponsored by Duck River Electric Membership Corporation. The home energy workshop planned for the Murray County area is set for Thursday, October 5th, beginning at 6 p.m. at the DREMC office located at 798 New Lewisburg Highway in Columbia. The workshop includes a light supper and an educational program presented by DREMC's Residential Energy Advisor, Pat Garrett. Workshop attendees will receive an energy-efficient starter kit, limit one per household. Information about rebates available through the TVA Energy Right Residential Services Program will be announced for retrofit upgrades and new homes to encourage energy efficiency. 
The rebates are designed to assist DREMC members in achieving their goals to improve energy efficiency year-round and create a more comfortable home. Due to limited space, please reserve your seat in advance. For more information about DREMC's Home Energy Workshop or to enroll, visit www.dremc.com forward slash workshop or call the number 931-680-5880. Crossroads to Home Coalition, which strives to unite entities throughout the community in making progressive steps to improve homelessness, will be the beneficiaries of a new event called Arts in Murray on September 9th. The event will take place at the Memorial Building from 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. TriStar Bank is their title sponsor. The event will feature artists, makers, and artisans who will be selling their creations, and they will be on hand to discuss their work with the public. Music will be provided by local musicians. Tastings of wine, cheese, and other foods will begin at noon as part of the price of admission. Tickets are $25 and can be purchased uh, I'm sorry, it can be purchased uh, online or they can be purchased in person at the Crossroads to Home Cafe. Children 10 and under are free. We hope you'll join Crossroads as we celebrate the talented artists in Murray County, says their website. Crossroads to Home Coalition was formed in 2018 to address the growing needs of the homeless in Murray County. The coalition consists of local nonprofit organizations, churches, and individuals who each offer a unique program or service to assist the homeless. The goal of the coalition is to strengthen the programs and services offered by these groups and individuals by creating partnerships, fostering close communication, sharing resources, and developing long-term solutions for the homeless. The Crossroads to Home Cafe provides homeless individuals with coffee, a lunch, a shower, some clothing items, and a listening ear in a nurturing, non-judgmental environment. While talking with their cafe clients, the staff makes note of their clients' stated immediate needs and helps connect them with organizations that specialize in their biggest area of need. Our goal is to provide a hand up, not just a handout, says the website. The Arts in Murray event will also provide a hand up to local artists and artisans involved in the local art scene by providing them with an opportunity to introduce their work to the public. The arts are a driving force in Murray County's growth and in the revitalization of its communities, says the Murray County Alliance website. Arts in Murray will take place at the popular community event spot, the Memorial Building. Built in 1907 and 1908, for many years, it was the Columbia Post Office. It's located at 307 West 11th Street in Columbia. For your southern middle Tennessee weather, we will have scattered thunderstorms throughout the day today, some of which may contain strong gusty winds. The high will be 92 degrees with winds out of the southwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. The chance of rain, 80%. Tonight, we can expect thunderstorms during the evening, which will give way to partly cloudy skies after midnight. The low will be 66. Winds will be out of the west at 5 to 10 miles per hour. There's a 60% chance of rain overnight. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here. 
to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why Matt and Susie Sowell believe the way to honor tradition is with especially personal service. We believe your traditions, your customs, your rites of passage are very important, but we also believe in taking care of your personal wishes as well. At Oaks and Nichols, we try to do more than just the expected things, so the service you receive honors your heritage and is uniquely yours, and we invite you to experience the difference. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia, since 1856, people you can rely on. Family first. <laughs> My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Scalpel. Scalpel. Tweezers. Tweezers. Ham sandwich. Ham what? Sandwich. I was going to eat lunch when I got my oil changed earlier, but take five is so fast I didn't have time. But, sir, you can't eat during surgery. Eh, one bite won't hurt. Mm. Whoops. Uh, napkin. Napkin! At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. This is Bob Kessling with Pat Ryan. It's a beautiful day for digging. The backhoe operator has the engine running and is moving into position. He's heading for the ground. He's in there. Wait, there's a flag on the play. Let's get out of the field for the call from our official. Illegal procedure on the digging team. Oh, that penalty could cause a costly accident. 
That's right, Bob. He needs to call before he digs. There's underground utility lines that could be hiding just below the surface. Water, sewer, electrical, communication lines, and even natural gas. Avoid a penalty by first calling 811 to have any underground public utility lines located and marked with flags or paint. It's free, it's easy, and it's the law. For more tips, visit pipesafety.org. This message brought to you by the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters and the Tennessee Gas Association, funded in part by a grant from the Underground Utility Damage Enforcement Board. Three, two, one. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price, and now news from around the state. Packing books, games, and work in your carry-on for downtime at the airport may be more important now than ever. Delays in scheduled airline flights from Nashville have risen 5.6% in the past 12 months, landing at 28.35%, airline data firm Flight Tracker found. That's almost one in three flights. Post-pandemic jet and pilot shortages continue to put pressure on thinned-out airline fleets. Nationally, air carriers' average on-time flights dropped from 79% in 2019 to 69% in 2022, according to the Department of Transportation. The U.S. is operating less aircraft now, but moving pretty much the same passenger numbers as 2019, especially on busy holidays, Flight Tracker spokesperson Kathleen Bang said. Airlines are accomplishing this by using larger aircraft, as many smaller regional airplanes are parked due to the pilot shortage felt most critically at the smaller carriers. The average on-time rate for 26 commercial airlines departing from Nashville International Airport was 71.65% from August 24, 2022 to August 24, 2023, according to a Tennessean review of flight tracker data. The average length of a delay at BNA during this period was 53 minutes, a three-minute increase from 2019. Less flights means less flights to get on if you miss a connection due to a delay. It also means there may be a flight, but not any open seats since the load factors are so high, Bang said. The cancellation rate nationwide, which is the biggest factor, is actually down compared to 2019 pre-pandemic, the busiest year on record, she said. Southwest, the largest carrier BNA, had 46,947 scheduled flights and delayed 9,855, or 21.5% of those on the 12 months in the 12 months ending August 24th. The largest commercial flyers were led by Delta, which had the lowest percentage of delays at 13.84%, having arrived late for 1,171 of those 8,552 flights. Airlines that operate less than 1,000 flights and flew international service had the most delays. Of WestJet's 206 flights, one was canceled and 126 were delayed. Jazz Aviation experienced 325 delays out of 501 scheduled flights, and Air Canada flights from BNA were on time 48% of the time. British Airways was late on 159 of its 330 flights. Low-cost carriers had the higher rates of delay. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Following his nationwide run of summer tour dates, Grammy Award-winning guitarist Peter Frampton will continue the Never Say Never tour with a string of November shows. The tour kicks off in Louisville, Kentucky, then on to Austin, Texas, and Birmingham, Alabama, before landing in Nashville's Ryman Auditorium on November 22nd. Tickets are available at www.frampton.com. The upcoming performances add yet another landmark year for Frampton, whose spring tour announcement was unexpected by fans. The legendary musician announced a farewell tour four years ago after a diagnosis of a degenerative disease, inclusion body myositis. But with the aptly named Never Say Never tour, Frampton is back, appearing on stages across America. Once again, you can find tickets to his shows at www.frampton.com. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOMWKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.